Hi guys, welcome to the Planet on a Post-it podcast. I'm Naomi Tucker, your host, and I'm excited to be here with you today. So I trust that all of you are doing well in the world of planning events and just very excited to be able to get into episode eight of season two. Today we'll be discussing getting rid of burnout with these 10 tips. So I have 10 tips to help you get rid of burnout and help you to be a little bit more sane, a little bit more relaxed, and a little bit more balanced as a leader. So we're looking forward to getting into these tips. However, before we get started, as always, I wanted to ask for you to subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. If you come here every week and if you hear what I have to say, I would love it if you can subscribe to the podcast to be able to get notifications on when things are published. And if you're really looking at trying to follow Planet on a Post-it in other areas, don't forget that we are on Facebook or I am on Facebook and then also over on Twitter, but really everything you need to know is on the website. So if you go to planetonaposted.com, you will find the website and just find all of the information right on that one site. So that's really exciting. I wanted to remind you of the book club that we have, really um, have a starting to grow a community of book club members that are reading certain books with me every time that um, we get a selection going. This um, time around, we are reading Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figureoutable, and this book is definitely transforming, and I would love it if you would be able to pick up a copy of this book, whether it be a physical book with pages or an audio book or an ebook, whatever you prefer, go ahead and pick up a copy of that book and be able to uh, read it and come to the discussion on April 8th, where we're really going to be um, jumping in and really extracting those golden nuggets from the book and just applying it to our lives as event planners. So um, really, really would love for you to sign up for the book club. Um, You can go to the website and find out how to sign up and contribute your aha moments that come up as a result of reading the book. So again, I wanted to talk about getting rid of burnout. How do we get rid of burnout as event planners? And, you know, we work hard as event planners and almost too hard. We want to really excel at everything we do, right? We want to make sure that our clients are happy no matter what it takes. We are striving to make sure that when they leave a hotel or an event space, that they are 150% satisfied. But oftentimes when we do things like that, we find ourselves near burnout. Now, believe me, I know all about burnout and what effects it can have on your personal life, on your professional life, and not to mention your health. And, you know, it's funny because while many of us can call burnout like it is, others try to run away from burnout by ignoring all of the signs. So some of these signs perhaps are skipping lunch, missing your workouts, 
working until 2 a.m., those are signs that you might be on a fast road to burnout and you're going to crash and burn. So it's really true. As planners, we really go through some tough seasons of work. Many times planners use the low seasons that we have to recoup, replenish their souls. However, when you find you're spinning your wheels season after season with no reprieve, that might be some caution to you that you might need to really evaluate your situation and make some intentional steps to improve your work life immediately. So the burnout factor can get very personal. It can get right up in your face. And of course, you aim to do what you need to do. You have events to plan. You have hotels that you need to do site visits for. But sometimes if you're not careful, you can ignore the signs and you can distance your family and friends in the process. And during these seasons in life, we need to make sure that we're intentional about where we spend our time. We also need to set boundaries on our work and our personal life so that they, everything just respects each other. If we don't, you're going to end up, or we are going to end up spending precious energy in one bucket of our lives while sucking dry the energy in another one. So it's all about balance. And I know sometimes it's hard to maintain that balance, but you really need to try. So how do we create balance in our lives as event planners? Finding that balance takes many steps in the right direction. And the first step is really to evaluate your situation and figure out what type of burnout you're experiencing. There are a couple of types of burnout. You know, one type of burnout is the extreme burn. Basically, you're working so hard, you're moving so fast, you're saying yes to everything. You internally, but internally, your feelings against the work are building up big time. When you start feeling angst, bitterness, resentfulness, that you've taken on any task or role or job, you really need to deal with your feelings. Operating in this space with the way you feel is not really going to turn out in your favor. So what I tend to do (laughs) is making sure that I come to grips with the feelings that I'm feeling. If there's a task or a role that I am not comfortable I need to evaluate why I'm not comfortable. And when I get to that space, I need to really deal with that feeling. And this sometimes means adjusting my role. This sometimes means saying no, but there are ways that we can really prevent that, which we'll get into. The second type of burnout is a slow burn. So it's basically like a burn you experience and you don't know how bad it is until it gets very bad. You think you have enough oil to make it through, but when you don't, you end up burning yourself out and it creeps up on you. If you're in this situation, you know you're working hard, but you just just do what you have to do or you just love what you do. You love what you do so much that you keep going, you keep working, and you're at a point when you're breaking, but you try to push past it because maybe... Um, your leader needs you to show up and do it. Um, so that is a slow burn. It's um, when you know that you need to do things, you love what you do, but you just keep going. Okay. So really identify what type of burnout do you have? 
are you at the extreme burn level or are you operating at more of a slow burn? So really figure that out while we're here and while I'm talking to you, really evaluate yourself, your situation and tell yourself, man, I'm really in an extreme burn right now or I'm at a slow burn. And if I'm at a slow burn, I really need to figure things out so that I don't push past that process or that burn. So anyway, I'm pretty sure you're saying, Naomi, just give me the 10 tips already. Give me what you think should be getting rid of burnout and preventing burnout. And uh, I have those tips to you, so fear not. (laughs) So sometimes you just need to buckle down and figure out what really puts you over the edge and what your triggers are. So doing this will help you prevent putting yourself into situations that will lead to your burnout. After you know what your trouble points are, you have to make sure that you're maintaining your work-life balance. Check out these 10 tips, okay? And these tips are going to assist you in maintaining your balance and hopefully and ultimately prevent future burnout. So my first tip for you is to prioritize, to set boundaries and set expectations. Now, if you've been listening to me for the last few episodes, I've been talking to you about boundaries, putting boundaries into your life. And I know you've probably heard it from me and other sources, but this is so important. You need to organize your life so that you and everyone else knows what your expectations are. If you have a family, make sure your family knows your expectations. This may mean making sure your family knows when you're coming home or giving them And then when you come home, you're giving them 100% for the evening. It also might mean that you don't answer work emails past a certain time in the evening. When you set those boundaries after a time, people in your life begin to figure out what those are and they begin to abide by your boundaries. So prioritize, set expectations, and set boundaries. The second one is schedule smart. Now, schedule your meetings so that you, when you would like to have them, you know, be creative. If you have a portion of your day dedicated to strategic projects, then schedule it. And if you would like to have all your emails in the morning or check all your emails in the morning, then schedule your, uh, schedule it that way. Just make sure you stick to your schedule. If you schedule smart, that will help you be more productive. You're finding out what way you work best and then aligning your schedule to accommodate. For example, I know for me, sometimes Mondays and Fridays are days where I just need to get things done. Um, It's really hard for me to have calls on those particular days, and I try to schedule calls in blocks if necessary. So for me, having a good two hours of free time to do nothing but work on those very important strategic projects is very important to me. I am an introvert, so I really need that quiet time to be able to work on those type of projects. So if you know yourself and you know how you work, make sure you schedule smart to accommodate. Working out and eating right. So speaking of scheduling, you need to make sure that you schedule in your day to work out, to eat properly. Everyone knows that eating right and exercising is the best way to a better life. It just so happens it prevents burnout as well. So making sure you're eating those healthy fruits and vegetables um, throughout your day, having healthy snacks, not reaching for, you know, chips or, you know, candy bars, making sure you're when you're reaching for something to eat that it's a healthy 
um, healthy and plenishing to your body. Make sure you're going on walks for 30 minutes every day, um, 30 minutes to an hour. Those things will really put you on the road to freedom. It is so important to do that. And many people that are in the slow burnout area find themselves always pushing themselves past things like this. They opt to, to um, and I could be in this category, but they do opt to do more emails and rather than eating a healthy lunch or they opt to working a little bit longer and and they skip their exercise class you need to make sure that we're eating that you're eating right um and that will really help you prevent your burnout so saying no that's an that's another one so there's an art of saying no and this is like tip number four so sometimes Learning this art is going to save you lots of time to be more productive in the area that you want to be. So being in the service industry, sometimes it's against our better judgment to say no. You know, we have clients that are asking us to do certain things. We have our colleagues that are asking us to. Saying no and learning how to say no is very necessary to get to the next level. And perhaps instead of saying yes, you let the person know of an alternate connection to completing their task instead of doing it yourself. You know, helping them a little bit, but not giving them exactly what they what they would like. Um, if you're in a situation where you're burnt out, you need to learn the art of saying no to alleviate yourself from unreasonable tasks and projects that aren't really relevant to your ultimate goal or really just don't fit. So um, I always like to thank the person for thinking of me, um, but letting them know the truth that, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to take this on right now, but perhaps I do know Susie and Susie um, has some bandwidth and she can totally help you with that. And then really follow up after that to make sure that you show that you care about that that person really wanted you to do that and see how that project went. That's a very great way of saying no. The next one is, you know, your time. So making sure that you find time to do absolutely nothing. And that I, in that, I mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, it's a great way to prevent burnout, just having you time. Whether that's getting a massage, um, getting a pedicure, it just doing absolutely nothing this can really help reset you it helps you create a space for you to be more creative and ultimately it makes you more balanced sometimes even having a little bit of you time can help you like hear the answers to some of the challenges that you're working through when we clutter ourselves up with lots of items to do it's hard to really get the answer for what we want to do or what we're trying to complete. So having that quiet time, when you do that, you'll find that the answer comes to you. Getting away. So try to gain some perspective on your situation by gain, getting away, changing your environment. Many times just getting out and doing something different can be the key to you gaining freedom in your situation with burnout. So working yourself around the clock will only burn you out. So just get away, do something different, go out for a meal at a different restaurant, maybe go bowling or go to a concert, do something different to get yourself away. 
turn off. So have you ever been on a vacation where you still carry your work phone and just to make sure you didn't miss anything important? This really doesn't help you disconnect from your place of work. So I know it doesn't for me. There is something mentally relieving with turning off and tuning out your workplace. So the next time you're on vacation or the next time you take a day off, make sure that you're turning your phone off. Do not connect to your work. This allows you to explore other possibilities in your life and really helps balance you out a bit better and um, tapping into the more personal areas of your hobbies and building relationships versus um, kind of exploiting the side of work. So give to others. There is something fulfilling inside your soul when you give to someone else, especially when you give to someone fully and not in expectation of anything in return. When you need a little replenishing, try to do something good, give to others. If you're not involved in, let's say, a nonprofit organization, maybe you take the step out to join one and give back to your community. Um, If you don't want to join an actual organization, maybe it's just something as simple as taking care of some of the elderly people in your neighborhood. Um, Just little things like that, giving to others just helps you feel connected to a bigger purpose in life of just giving and um, sharing the generosity. The ninth thing is asking for help. So when you're on the road to fizzling out, don't be proud to ask for help. Your direct leader, your colleagues, they're all there to help you. And the sooner you raise your hand to get some help, the better. Having a lighter load is always good. So try practice delegating like you never had before. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Ask for help. Um, I can't say it more. There, There are ways to be able to get things off your place within reason by asking for help. So definitely try to do that. And then lastly is laugh. Milton Berle says, laughter is an instant vacation. And I know we've all had those types of situations where we're just, you know, we are laughing, we're doubled over laughing, and it just feels so good to do that. So when in doubt, you know, laugh. Laughter will heal things you didn't feel needed to heal. So turn on a show that makes you laugh and makes you happy or invite that friend over that you know you're going to have fun with. You know that one friend. Invite that person over so you guys can just have a ball. Um, We're all in this industry together. So just make sure we're spreading joy into each other's lives. Again, we work very hard. We play very hard. But make sure that we're enjoying life along the way. And as leaders, make sure our teams are learning these concepts as well. So I would love to hear it if you have any other tips to prevent burnout. um, There is a message button if you have downloaded this podcast through Anchor. Click on that message button and send me some of your stories of burnout and how you overcome those. I would love to be able to um, hear and share your stories. So that is it. That is um, 10 tips to get rid of burnout. I really hope you enjoyed those tips. Um, Some of these probably are just more of a reminder to you, but I definitely would love it if you would implement just a couple of these in the weeks ahead to help you get to a, a better, more balanced place. 
So thank you all so much for listening and I cannot wait to speak with you next time. Cheers. <laughs>